Well, good morning and welcome to Noah's Window. Today I'm going to tackle a question that you may have never thought about. And that question is, should we celebrate Christmas? You know, believe it or not, there are actually Christians who think that celebrating Christmas is the wrong thing to do. And the reason they'll point to is that we don't know the date of Jesus' birth. And they will also say that some of the symbols that we associate with Christmas have pagan origins. When I first came to New Spring many, many years ago, my predecessor, who was a great man and a mentor in my life, he and his wife didn't believe in, in celebrating Christmas per se. In fact, when I first came to our church, I found out that we didn't have Christmas trees. We had holiday trees and we didn't have a Christmas banquet. We had a holiday banquet. And it was because of these concerns that he and his wife didn't celebrate Christmas. And I think there's always room for Christians to have different views about these kinds of things. But it was a challenge for me because I had grown up celebrating Christmas, as I used to say, with the pedal all the way to the floor. And I will start off by saying this. It is true that we don't know the day of the year in which Jesus was born. We, we don't know if it was late in the year, as in December, or if it was in the spring, like many people will suggest. And there are symbols, I guess, if you think about the trees and various things that, that have obscure origins. Let's just put it that way. But the reason why I celebrate Christmas, and I know this is the truth for Mary Alice as well, because we've talked about this so many times through the years, what I celebrate is the birth of Jesus. And I really believe with all my heart that the birth of Jesus is, is very much worth celebrating. And I'll go a step further, and I can't prove this, but I really do believe that God has a hand in the way that we celebrate Christmas in our Western world, especially. How many times have I been in the mall, you know, and it's a secular setting, it's a secular store, but in the sound system, I hear Christmas songs playing, Christmas carols. And you know, some of the greatest theology in music is in the Christmas carols. I challenge you, look at some of the Christmas carols that we sing, and they're almost like lessons on the story of Jesus and why he came into our world. So I really do believe that God has a hand in our celebrating Christmas, and I, I'm also troubled that in our culture today, especially in the last, well, let's say 20 years, it feels like Jesus is being pushed out of his own celebration. So I think Christians, I think Christians are wise to celebrate Christmas, but as long as we make Jesus the centerpiece of our celebration. Um, I, I shared this with you earlier. It is interesting to me that so many verses in the Bible forecast the coming of Jesus. There are over 40 prophecies in the Old Testament pointing to Jesus coming into our world. And I gave you the first a few days ago when we looked at Genesis chapter 3. But when I think about God making all these forecasts and these promises, I really believe that's God's way of saying that the birth of Jesus is a very big deal. Here's a story that I've already taped for the Christmas sermon uh, years ago, Dr. Peter Stoner, who was the head of the mathematics and astronomy departments at the at Pasadena City College, he had some of his students work on a research project. What they did was they took eight of the prophecies about Jesus coming into the world that are found in the Old Testament, and they looked at the possibility, the probability of those eight prophecies coming true accidentally in the life of one person. And what they discovered was, and these are just eight of the prophecies about Jesus coming into the world. We know there are over 40 at least. In fact, really, I think the best numbers are over 100. But what they discovered was the probability of just eight of those promises coming true accidentally in the life of one person would be one in 10 to the 17th power. And Dr. Stoner said, 
for all of us who are non-math experts, he said it would be like covering the state of Texas knee-deep in silver dollars. Well, Texas is a very big state. If you've ever driven from one side to the other side, you know, if you've ever driven from Texarkana to El Paso, you know you're talking about over 500 miles. And that's just east to west. It doesn't even count north to south. So he said, cover the state of Texas knee-deep in silver dollars. Mark one of them. Blindfold a person. Turn that person loose in the likelihood of that person in all that sea of silver dollars knee-deep over the state of Texas, the likelihood of that person finding the marked silver dollar would be the same as eight of those prophecies being fulfilled accidentally in the life of Jesus. I guess what I'm getting to with today's theme is just Christmas is worth celebrating because the birth of Jesus is a big thing. It's a big deal. It's a very big deal to God, so much so that thousands of years before Jesus came into our world, the Lord left trails for us, you know, in Genesis 3, that it would be the seed of the woman. Genesis 49, that he would be of the tribe of Jacob. Numbers 24, 17. Actually, he had Balaam give this one, that there would be a star associated with Jesus' birth. And on and on it goes, all the way through, even to the book of Micah, which says that Jesus would be born in Bethlehem. Or the last book of the Bible, Malachi, that said that when Jesus would come, he would be, he would be so powerful, there would actually be healing in the fringes of his robe, which was what led the woman with the issue of blood to touch Jesus' robe. It, it's God saying that Jesus coming into our world is a big thing, huge thing. In fact, I'm not sure anything was ever bigger unless you want to put in there the death of Jesus and the resurrection of Jesus. Those are the biggest events in all history. Many years ago, I read a story about an old timer, you know, who never got to travel very far away from home. He'd been on a farm in Kansas all his life and his grown daughter and son-in-law gave him a trip to the Grand Canyon. And he stood overlooking this wide expanse, this great Grand Canyon, and he let out a low whistle and said to everybody around him, wow, something big must have happened here. Well, you know, when I drive around our community and I see the lights up and I see the decorations and I hear the music, I really believe it's God's way of saying to everybody, even those who don't follow Jesus, something big happened. And that big thing that happened was God came into our world, God in skin, what I love about that for today is, well, of course, the importance of Jesus coming into our world itself, but it's also important for me to recognize that that same Jesus who came into our world is with me today through the presence of his Holy Spirit. And according to Jesus' promise, he's coming back and coming again. Why do I celebrate Christmas? Why? Well, I, I think it's a good idea because Christmas... The coming of Jesus into our world is a big thing. Well, let's pray today. I don't know where today finds you, but my guess is that every one of us being part of Noah's window today, we have some need. And fortunately, we have a Savior, Jesus, who is all powerful, and he is at the right hand of God interceding for us. And you know, the Bible says, even if we don't know how to pray, the Holy Spirit and Jesus intercede for us and they pray for us. So let's just take our needs as best we understand them to the throne of God today. Our Lord and our God, we thank you for your love for us and for this world, that you did not let us spin into the darkness even though we were sinners, but you sent your son, the Lord Jesus Christ, to be our savior. And as we especially celebrate this month, Jesus' birth, I pray you'll help us to remember that you in your love made a way for us to be part of your family through Jesus Christ. 
We love him. We celebrate him today. And Lord, as best we understand, we bring our needs to you. Father, for those who are suffering physically, we ask for physical healing. For those, Lord, who are dealing with emotional challenges and disorders this time of year, which are so prevalent, we ask that you would calm our minds. For those, Lord, who are dealing with troubled marriages, I pray, O oh God, that you would bring healing and restoration. I thank you, Father, for those who have challenges with children. Oh God, nothing makes us feel as small as one of our kids going through a difficult time. And we pray that you would work and move in our lives. We want Jesus to be our King. We want him to be lifted up. And we pray for this in every way, in every manifestation in our lives today. In Jesus' name, amen. Well, thanks. Mary Alice and I will be back soon to talk more about the birth of Jesus. We're doing that all throughout the month of December. And I pray these Noah's windows are both an encouragement and in a time of focusing on the birth of Jesus. May God bless you. Have a wonderful day. Thank you.